Riverside. And just like that, it's great to be back. It's the 4th and 1 podcast live from Lancaster Lidditz. And I guess Lebanon County, Pennsylvania. Instagram.com slash 4th and 1 or Instagram at 4th and 1 podcast. It's your boy, Admiral, you like that, a.k.a. self-nickname, a.k.a. the SEC can lick my nuts. Sitting next to, as always, Captain Boring himself, Micaiah. Say hi before we introduce. Hi before we introduce. Thank you. We introduce Nazi FB insider Roberto, a.k.a. banned from Pokemon. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I didn't get that. Okay. Explain this. Robert sent me something. Someone got banned from Pokemon. Also, do you only get follow-up? Do you only get your news from Barstool Sports? Uh, no, but they do tend to have the more unique stories, I should say. But I don't remember his name, but the whole reason he retired was to go into the Pokemon card game and now it just turns out that he's like scamming people. Oh, nice. Some FTX action. Blake Martinez is his name. Yeah. Uh, thank you. All right. I'm drinking two, two halves make a hole. You're drinking milk? I'm drinking milk. Oh, uh, it's it's been a turbulent week here in uh, college football. We obviously have Makai. How many days? Uh, it is from today. Wow, it's minus two from Sunday. It was twenty two on Sunday. It's twenty. You should it's know 20. this. You sure. make us look bad. <laughs> this is why we Actually, need. I, well, it's got no. It's got to be twenty three because the first day is the thirty first. It's okay, twenty three days. It was 25 on... Anyway. As I have to burp. Um, it's 20... It's... It's what? 18 days? It's great. Should be 18, 18 yeah. Yeah, 18 days until uh, week zero. So That's what I that. meant. Who... who At this point, week zero because is week, week one. Because week zero produces nothing. No, Except nothing there's good. one good matchup that if I had my schedule open, I would know what it is. But there's I don't no, remember what it is. There's not one isn't good it, matchup. Isn't it Wisconsin-Nebraska or something like that? No, it's, isn't it uh, Notre Dame-Navy? Yes, that would be quote-unquote yeah. no, the good there's matchup. Another, there's another but there's one. Spread, it's overseas, though, so I mean. Oh, 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 yeah, because last year's overseas game was just so exhilarating. Uh, Listen, it's close Navy, enough. Navy by two touchdowns. You're welcome. <laughs> They're going to not only cover the spread, they're going to turn around the spread on Notre Dame? Yes. Is that what you're... Okay, sure. Yeah, Triple yeah, yeah. option. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. thinking... They can the barely fo- put up 15 points a game. <laughs> I'm thinking the following Thursday, which is Nebraska-Minnesota and Florida-Utah. Yes, that is that is 23 days from today. Got it. Got yes. it. Hey, listen. It's so close that ESPN had finally put it back up on their website as one of the fast track options to drop down to. Oh, well, well, hey, that is good. Yes, um, my wife calls me and Robert are having a sleepover in 23 days. A bro-over? No, she calls it a sleepover. It's a sleepover. Okay. And she wants me to ask if Robert mom 
knows that I'm sleeping over. Uh. Ooh, you know, I'll have to, I'll have yeah. to get on the horn. <laughs> get her on the horn. Oh, my mom right. says you... it's okay, but can you ask your mom? <laughs> Come after me. I'm a man. I'm forty. Uh, let's get into business. We bring Robert on because he somehow knows more than both me and Micaiah combined sometimes, and we like his opinion. It's normally good and spicy, and also he just has somehow called a lot of things to happen. One of the things that he... I want to say you predicted, but you at least had pretty pretty early on, even before, was what happened really over the weekend, a little bit before... Uh, in news that the uh, Washington and Oregon, yeah, I'm right, are joining the Pac-12, uh, joining the Big Ten next year. They're leaving the Pac-12, and the uh, Big 12 has sniped Arizona, Arizona State, and Utah. They will be joining Colorado in 2024. Uh, I'm, I'm just impressed that you actually got all the teams right on the first try. And listen, I didn't even write them down. Yeah. That was... Right, <laughs> right now, memory. we are on a hot streak. This is the first time in the four-year, three-year history of this podcast that we actually started on time. Yep. And now you remembered all the teams without messing it up there one it time. There it is. And and also, as I have, as I'm fighting off a burp, I also nailed the intro, if I do say so myself. Yeah. Um... News obviously broke first of Oregon Washington joining Robert. What are you seeing? What does this mean really for the Pac-12? I guess Micaiah too, but I'm going to start with Robert. Um, for the Pac-12, 108-year-old conference. Was it just because no one stayed up late to watch football? I they were at the severe disadvantage of being on the West Coast and everything being aired so late for the East Coast. That was their biggest demise. And you can't blame any media outlet for not wanting to not waste the time to try and air any of those games or even try and deal up a mega contract with any of these teams, even when the you have, what, one team that's actually relevant how many years has the Pac-12 made the college football playoff? Oregon's the first. Oregon made I the think first. That was it. Washington made it one year. Yeah, they got yeah, clobbered by year. Bama. Did Washington so make one? So two. Yeah. So they're. I mean, the, the Big Twelve, Oklahoma made it what three times? Yeah. Three, I'm, I'm, three times, I'm one with Baker, one with Kyler, one with Jalen. Oklahoma made it twice. TCU made it twice. So the Big 12s made it four, at least four times, if not more. The Big 10s won a natty, made three more with Ohio State, and then Michigan's made two in a row. So the Big 10 is making, and then the ACC's got Clemson that it's been dragging along, and then Florida State. So... It's not only that people aren't staying up to watch the games. It's that they're not – they weren't a powerhouse of a conference because they weren't even making the college football playoff on a consistent basis. I mean, well, yeah, that's also true. But 
how many times did you stay up to watch Oregon versus Washington State oh, with an on. 11 p.m. kickoff? Come on, come on, dude. I, I made it maybe through the first quarter. I mean, I, yes, I get that, that's, that, that that played a factor, but let's not pretend like the Pac-12 was the SEC winning every other national title and then all of a sudden it just folds because no one watches them late at night. It has something to do with the quality of play. Do you think it also deals with the recruiting aspect of it as well, where no one wants to go to Washington, going to L.A., yeah, and then going just to California for the beaches, but no one really wants to go to Oregon. No one wants to really go to Washington. I mean, Utah's Utah. <laughs> you you go full Utah and Utah. Yeah. No, no, you're right because where's Washington State's campus? Like right on the border of Washington and Idaho. Correct. Right. So it's literally in the middle of nowhere. No, you're definitely right that there are some disadvantage to it. I think a lot of factors played into it, but it, someone could have called this. I think when Christian McCaffrey lost the Heisman race to Derrick Henry, right? Like Christian Mc, yeah. Christian McCaffrey had. He broke Barry Sanders' records that were held forever, and yet he doesn't even come close to first place behind Derrick Henry. Yeah, nice 2,000-yard season and a natty, but, I mean, clearly the better player that year was Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I mean, they, they probably had almost everything possibly go wrong for them, whether it was statistically, geograph like geographically, just historically it's just it was almost set up to fail it just took longer than what it should have and it's kind of weird to me because the pac-12 used to be i mean they were never like a super powerhouse but but it was one of the big three it was the pac-12 the big 10 and the sec but then I guess when USC fell off, that kind of went away, and the Big 12 emerged behind Texas and Oklahoma. But I don't – but then all of a sudden it was like the fourth best conference by far, and then the American produced Cincinnati, and the Pac-12 hasn't produced anyone since then. So you're like, well, are they four or are they five? And then the Big 12 went out, and I give the Big Te – 12 credit weren't we talking a little over a year ago that we thought the big 12 would be the one to collapse first if, if i'll jump in there we yeah. were i mean, yeah. I mean we were be, when when they announced oklahoma and texas which was two years ago basically this podcast two years ago we said uh-oh first goes texas and oklahoma then goes oklahoma state then goes then goes then goes and uh big 12 went psych <laughs> I I found Barstool had a had a clip. They have a college football po podcast, and it really annoys me, and I hate it. And I only listen to the clips of it because I hate the people on it. Nice. Uh, um, they said that the Longhorn Network actually started this downfall of conferences because it it made it. They were the the Longhorns were the first team to get their own network and get money off of their own network, and. Since they did that, then literally Alabama, Georgia, everyone else looks around and goes, well, why can't we do that? Why can't we make big money off of a TV revenue? So is that really where all this started with Texas, like in 2005? I mean, it could be, or 
does, yeah, because that's essentially the first media deal that started to shape the landscape of modern day college football because everything now is just being driven by money and TV deals. Yeah, obviously Apple TV is not getting their sports deal anymore with the Pac-12, and so Tim Cook is sent packing. What does this mean for the other conferences, specifically those who did not get to raid the candy store in the ACC and the SEC? Um, Obviously Notre Dame's still up for grabs, and Robert, you said that they were pretty committed to not go to the Big Ten, which is just mind-boggling to me, but beside the point um yeah what does this mean for those two conferences makai we're going to start with you well the acc is trying to get cal and stanford which is just laughable because they're not going to bring i mean a home and home let's just consider a home and home between clemson and stanford as just the premier football game that's going to be on at 8 p.m right uh that so that's not the case so they're probably just bringing trying to bring them on for academics the what it means for the ACC is they're next if they don't do something because their TV deal is so trash and I don't have the numbers on it but Robert it doesn't expire until after the Big 10 and the Big 12 and the SEC's new contracts expire so that means that the Big 10 Big 12 and SEC will get big money they already got big money, just signed their big contracts. They will get them again before the ACC can e- even renegotiate theirs. So Florida State, Clemson, they're trying to leave because they want Longhorn Network money. I would assume that they would try to join the SEC, but there were talks of the Big Ten, and the Big Ten's just trying to have as many teams possible to beat the SEC. What it means for the SEC, you just keep standing pat. I think, and you just let Fitzgerald things, or McAfee, uh, you uh, Fitzgerald, yeah, okay, because you you just want to bully everyone you can, <laughs> conference wise, because you're just going to win the natty no matter who's in there. Uh, the TV deal for the ACC was signed in 2016. It goes through 2035, 2036 season. Uh, Four hundred million dollars in revenue annually for the ACC. Uh, for the media rights deal. That's only Sorry. three years of the Big Ten's contract. Yeah. Yeah. The hard thing with the ACC right now is Florida State and Clemson are the two that want to make the jump. The hard part is, is they essentially missed their window. Because if they want to join the Big Ten, now they have to take an even lesser share of what they would have if they would have been the, one of the first ones to jump. So then Oregon has to wait, I think, five years before they can at least get a full share, which means Florida State or Clemson, they would have to wait at least five years to get a full share, which means they're getting a less, they'd still probably get more than what they'd get at the ACC, but less than probably what they essentially won. So... I mean, for those schools, you might as well just sit and wait for the next year so it's only four years or try and bide your time and then try and make the jump for that new negotiation for the Big Ten or the SEC just so you're not short, like, changing each team that's going in. 
because the Big Ten's eventually going to say, no, we don't want any more because we're not going to have the money to give the ones that we want to give the money, like Penn right. State, Michigan, Ohio State, the teams that have been here. Well, Penn State really hasn't been there that long, but the I, premier I, teams. I, I, I agree. I also think that in order for the AC, the ACC needs to renegotiate with Notre Dame and try to get them in full time and try to get some of the try to get a share of Notre Dame's NBC TV deal money. But here's the problem. The Big Ten just signed a TV deal with NBC. And so does NBC and Notre Dame, NBC look at Notre Dame and goes, we'll give you even more money if you join the Big Ten. For your home games, we'll give you you know, 20% more than what we were if you join the Big Ten. So th- that's something I heard today, that Notre Dame has that negotiating power. Or that NBC has that negotiating power. I also think that this is a big win for three conferences, the Sun Belt Conference USA and the Mountain West. This now all but guarantees them one spot that they can fight over. I think uh, the Americans still kind of that, it's not group of five anymore or whatever they call themselves, but the American is now definitely guaranteed a spot. I know that Cincinnati and Houston and USC left, but that's still a good conference. Tulane would have made the college football playoff with 12 teams. Now the Mountain West, Sun Belt, and Conference USA can fight over that final spot, and that might keep those kind of lower-ranking conferences around a little while longer, which what I about like the, the Mac, idea of. Kyle? Don't forget about the Mac. That's true. I do forget about the Mac, yeah. I mean, I mean... You know who also we forget about? Which is really funny. So, I, I have, thanks to Wikipedia, I have the average attendance of each conference. The average attendance of a, mount, of a Mac in, tw- in 2014 was 15,000. The average attendance of a Mountain West was 25,000. A whole 10,000 people more yeah. are more likely to show up to the Mountain West... Which, Robert, I know we were talking about a little bit, could be a landing spot for the last couple teams over there in the, in the Pacific Coastal Conference. Yeah, I mean, they're in the position where you, you have to go somewhere. You have to do something. And the Mountain West might not be what they're used to, but like winning's not what they're used to either. So sure. going to the Mountain West where they can get some more wins in and make themselves look better, whether it's uh, just a facade or anything. But the better you can look right now, the better your bargaining chip can be. And plus, it'll make the Mountain West look a little better too. Sure, and they have some big, small names in there. Um, let's see. I'm sorry, I have to look up who's in. Who is this? The Mac? Oh, they're not bringing anybody. Every anybody new in. Um, so, the, so the American. Um, it's Charlotte, Eastern Carolina, FAU, Memphis, Navy, North Texas, Rice, SMU, USF, Temple, Tulane, Tulsa, UAB, and UTSA. Those those are the American teams, That's and right. and Tulane they won the Cotton Bowl against USC last year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're le- they're a legit team. So all I'm saying is. This is a, a, and the Mountain West has Boise and Fresno in it. Um, they have the Fighting Brady Hoax. You know they'll make a run. Oh. I'm sure. LOL. Wyoming. And don't 
And don't forget about they have Wyoming, they have Air Force. Robert loves some good triple options, so maybe absolutely. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, the smaller conferences definitely do win as long as the college football playoff doesn't change the wording and drop it down to five conferences instead of six. Um, yeah, and the Sun Belt has JMU. Uh, University, Louisiana, Lafayette. That's the Raging Cajuns, but barely Napier really would carry that team. App State, right? Uh, App State, Coastal, Coastal Carolina. Yeah, Georgia, Georgia State, Georgia Southern. Um, one of those teams was good. They're both blue, and they both have, like, cats for their mascot. So one I keep them. Teams were good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not wrong about it. Uh, um, so what? Uh, Robert. Go ahead. We did uh, Super Relatives. I don't know if you listened to last week's episode. We did Super Relatives yeah. last week. Okay. So I, we ju- I would just want some of your uh, takes on these answers. Simeon, if I may just hij- hijack the podcast sure. here. Go for it. Okay, great. So th- the best uniform, I said Army, Navy. What do you got? Yeah. I mean, the fact that you can't you, – you don't know what it's going to look like until I think they release some – the week before the game for that specific game, those are usually, those are my favorite uniforms, whether it's the uniform, the helmet and see yeah, army Navy. Uh, most likely or or let's do this biggest disappointment this season. Uh, biggest disappointment. Who will be the biggest disappointment is the better way yeah, of yeah, putting yeah, that. Okay. So, you know, like what Alabama. team, not player Alabama. <laughs> Whoa. Explain. Yeah, it, from what I saw in the spring game, they they have a lot of things they need to figure out, and they have a very short amount of time. So if they lose anything more than one game for Alabama, that's a disappointment. If they lose two, three games, I mean, they very well could lose to Texas. Might have, you know, if they can't win an SEC championship, that's already two. I mean, three losses for Alabama. When was the last time that happened? All right, and then two thousand and eight, I think. I don't know. Uh, three losses for Bama wasn't that uh, twenty? It would have been twenty ten, twenty eleven. They played yeah. Michigan State in the Capital One Bowl, and that was Mark Ingram. He was coming off the Heisman. That yeah, year. so like twelve years. Yeah, yeah. There's teams that haven't had more than ten wins in fifty years. There are some teams that haven't had. 12 wins in 12 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's notoriously that bad. I, I want to ask this one. Okay. Most, coach most likely to get fired by week five. Yeah. Jimbo. Yeah. Same answer. It's Jimbo. We, should, we almost called it the Jimbo Fisher Award, which is who's the yeah. most likely to be fired. It will, it will be next year for but sure. It, but here's – um. I said the most overhyped player is probably Kyle McCord. Because Ohio State still has the best chance to make the college football playoff and win the national championship. Yeah, I mean, but I'm, see, I'm not hearing much about Kyle McCord, though. What I'm hearing is how good their running backs are, Marvin Harrison and Buka, and um, I think Stover is still there. So that's – I don't hear about them too much. The – Ones that I usually hear are uh, 
Sing, uh, Singleton from Penn State. I mean, JJ. I mean, JJ could be overhyped. Yeah, I, I mean, if you're if you're talking about my prediction for him, he probably could be. Yeah. Yeah. I I also put that uh, so Texas A and M could be also the biggest surprise. They they could go either way. They could be like one of the they could get their coach fired by week five, or they could make a run on a college football playoff spot just because like their defense wasn't half bad last year. Their problem was the offense. Jimbo's giving up play calling to a good play caller, but are they going to butt heads? I don't know. Uh, biggest surprising team. And I, I need to preface this. A surprising team is a team that no one thinks is going to make the college football playoff. That's going to make the college football playoff. See, now that's kind of a tough one because I want to say Wisconsin. Okay. Because they very well could make it because you only have to beat one of the big three in the Big Ten for them to win the Big Ten. And if they have one loss or go undefeated into the Big Ten championship, I mean, their biggest competitor is going to be Iowa, then it's either Michigan, Michigan, or Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State. So, I mean, they can easily get in. What, you don't think Michigan State can get there? No, but, (laughs) you know, it's... They have a good defense. No, they don't. Michigan State doesn't even have a good defense. They they do have a good defense. No, they don't. it, It involves a helmet. Uh huh. And a walkway. Oh my gosh! <laughs> they have a good defense. And an assault they charge. They have a good defense of the tunnel. They do a great job <laughs> at defending that tunnel, man. Tunnel defense. They are a plus at. Penn State's <laughs> like a B minus. Because the, the entire team made it up the tunnel before they started fighting. Um. Okay, Robert. Real quick. So, just Micaiah, for your sake. Yeah. Uh, the tough games on Wisconsin's schedule are Minnesota, we, uh, the last game, and Ohio State, and maybe Iowa or maybe Nebraska, depending on how their season sparks out. Could go either way. Robert, can we get your picks? Because, you know, we're only 26 minutes into this podcast. We want your picks kind of for, like, the final two of each conference, who, who they're going to play against. And who's going to be the winner? We're just going to kind of guess it out here. I'm not going to make you pick every single record of every single team because, you know, that's difficult. We did that to death already. People don't want to hear that again. Mm, No, they don't. Uh, Let's go ahead. And since we're in the Big Ten, let's start with the Big Ten. You can also give a little bit of a synopsis if you want to. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not your dad, you know. I think the final two for the Big Ten will be – I'm going to say it's going to be Penn State and Wisconsin. Like those are going to be the two that are going to end up in the Big Ten Championship. And out of those two, who do you, who who would you have winning? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. And obviously yeah. that would be going to the playoff then probably right. because, you know, there's no way that a two-loss Wisconsin team is getting in. And they technically – no, they couldn't. I mean, they could technically. Anyway, let's go over to the ACC. 
ACC, I would go. I mean, the easy ones. I have to make sure they're not on the same side. That's fair. What are you doing? You guys could have kept going. We we did. He's oh, okay. looking, he's trying to figure out who's in the Atlantic and who's in the coastal of the ACC. Oh well, that that'll be a great uh, that'll be a great segment. People will be like, "Shut up, Captain Boring." <laughs> anyway, what's he trying to look up? He wants to know who's in the Atlantic and who's in the coastal of because he's picking the ACC. Oh, he picked. He picked we're okay. gonna come back to it. I what, realized so it too, way too late. Go do ahead. they not? Are they not breaking them up anymore? Uh, no, I'm pretty sure I, I'm. I'm fine. Anyway. No, aren't they a home and aren't they a home away? Didn't they, didn't they switch to that? I think you're right, Robert, yeah, think, because I'm seeing yeah. the same thing you are. Okay, then. Oh, that they Florida just State that, that they're ju- doing the top two. Okay, Florida State. Yeah. Clemson. I didn't know that. I think a home and home actually. Sorry, is that what it's referred to when you you? I think so. Yeah. You play two years and then you you have one game at home and then they have one game at home. Um, okay, go, go back. Obviously, Florida State, Clemson. That's a pretty good. We don't need to unpack that. We unpack that in our ACC. Go back here real quick, because Micaiah made me pick the Big Ten. And granted, I gave Ohio State three losses, which means Penn State would only have two to Michigan zero, is what I said. Yes, I probably jinxed them. It's okay, Harbaugh suspended four games anyway. How do you have Penn State basically winning now? They have to go undefeated. We isn't Isn't Franklin good for at least two losses a season? He is, but I think this year, I think this year they have enough to kind of get by all of Franklin's really poor judgment decisions. Um, it's one. It's one of those things where Penn State, Ohio State, and Michigan could all have one loss, and they all could lose to each other in a weird way, but I think if that happens then Ohio State technically gets to move on but if Penn State can beat Michigan, because they get Michigan at home and then I think they have to travel to Ohio State but I think they get Ohio State early enough that they still might be trying to figure everything out. Well they had some nice warm up games against West Virginia Delaware and UMass Listen, West Virginia plus the points ladies and gentlemen West Virginia plus the points. Uh, I don't think you're. I don't think you're wrong. It was one of those things. That, like it's Ohio State and Penn State. I said you could flip either one. I just. Uh, I don't think Ohio State's going to fumble the bag that much. I think I had them losing, though, to Ohio State. I think I had them losing to Michigan and uh, Iowa, actually, or something like that. Um, speaking of Iowa, do you think? Do you think the assert, the insertion of uh, Eric All and Cade McNamara are what they needed in order to actually have an offense? I mean, they needed yes and no because they also need to call passing plays in order to utilize Eric All and McNamara. But I think it's definitely a good start because now they actually have somewhat of a threat instead of we're just going to run the ball 40 times and then punt. <laughs> and then play defense. Yeah. Uh, I will make you make one because they're an independent school. I need the final record for 
Notre Dame, and I can give you their schedule if you want to do it that way. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Hit me with it. All right. Uh, Navy. Win or That's loss? A win. That's a win. Okay. Yeah, t- Tennessee State, I'm assuming, is a win. Yep. Yeah. NC State. That's a win. Central Michigan win. win. Ohio State. So catching them on week five. I think they'll beat Ohio State this year. It's at home. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good pick. It's at home. Okay. Uh, At Duke. Win. Louisville. Win. Uh, Home against USC. If it's a night game, it's a win. If it's a 3.30 game, it's a loss. It's a 7.30 p.m. game, so that's That's a a win. win. 3.30 p.m. against Pittsburgh. That would be the game that they would draw. Yeah, it would. It would, wouldn't <laughs> that it? That would yeah. be the game they would lose. Yeah. Okay. All right. So they're 8-1. Especially, especially because Clemson, at Clemson, the following yeah. week. Yeah. Um, or they're at Clemson. Yes, they're at Clemson. Night game? Uh, to be decided. Okay. Night, I'll just say it's a night game. It's on, lose that it, one. It, it, I just realized it's on ABC. It's going to be the, yeah, it's it's gonna a, be the it's game a of the week. Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So they'll, they'll lose that one at Clemson. Uh, Especially if they're 8-1 at that point in time. Yeah, Wake Forest, Stanford. No, win both of those. Yeah, 10-2. Ten 10-2. And ten and Isn't that what you had them at, Makai? I had them at 8-4. Oh, I, I said that Ohio State was going to get them and that... He get and like NC State or or another stupid team's gonna get him, just just because it's a new offense again this year. Like Tommy Reese did the best with what he could last year, but it wasn't very good. Now Tommy Reese is gone. It's still a defensive minded head coach. Defense is gonna be excellent, but it, it, new offense, new offensive coordinator, new quarterback. One of your running backs transferred. Good offensive line, new tight ends. You know, just learning curve stuff. So, uh, out of the Sun Belt Conference, who do you have winning? Oh. Out of the Sun Belt, I'm going to go and say that James Madison goes for the repeat, even though they technically weren't like eligible last year. They, they kind of fell apart there at the last year. The last couple of weeks, I like it. I just had to throw a weird one in there, but they are in a co- they are in a not conference with division with Appalachian State, Coastal Carolina, who isn't going to be what they were this year. They lost their main guy on defense to Michigan, uh, Georgia and Southern, Georgia State. Oh, sorry, one's the Eagles, one's the Panthers. They're still both blue though. Uh, James, uh, obviously James Madison. Marshall, who had a good team last year, and the Old Dominion Monarchs, who are good for at least one one upset every half decade. So, you know, you never know. You never know with these yeah, teams. The, the, the East Division of the Sun Belt is like the East Division in the Big Ten because this is the West. Arkansas State, Louisiana, Sa- South Alabama, who's USM, Southern Miss, yeah. Texas State, Troy and Louisiana Monroe. There are three okay teams in that, and that's Louisiana, South Alabama, who did had a good season last season, and Troy. Three okay teams. Your definition of okay is is like 
you know, my definition of, of the, okay is for the picking sun a girl, okay. picking a girl when when it's last call. Uh, okay, we didn't do the SEC yet. This is the tough one that we had a lot of fun with. At least I did when we did the conference breakdown. Um, the SEC. I'm gonna say that it is Tennessee and LSU. Oh, you suck! Come on, dude. Dude, Tennessee is not gonna. They're gonna like lose five games this year. Tennessee's I swear. defense is so bad. Tennessee, so bad. LSU. No, I, I, I'm with you with LSU. I think LSU makes a makes a run at a national championship, and I hate to say that because I hate that school. Something about the colors and the tigers and the two goalposts. Go tigers! And and the go tigers guy and and spelling. Um, Ed oregano and spelling go or the O as O U X. That's so dumb. Like, come on, like be better. But uh, Tennessee, come on. I, I'll be singing Rocky Top if they do that because I like that song. But but no, it, it's going to be Georgia. Like Georgia walks all over everyone. Georgia can show up with their B team and beat everybody. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but I'm going to tell you that you're wrong. <laughs> I think that division, Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, that I think is going to be the wild card of the SEC because I think you're going to have where Georgia is going to still be really good, but I think they're going to drop one or two. Florida's going to bounce back from last year and they're going to lose one or two. Tennessee is going to lose one or two, and it's kind of like that hodgepodge, like who's going to be the one to go? And I think Tennessee gets the nod, and then LSU's in at either like one loss or, you know, LSU just throttles them in the SEC championship. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Robert is normally a little more emotional than this uh, when I get him going, and I'm trying to get him going a little bit more, <laughs> so we'll have to see if I can bring him out. But right now he, he's, uh, he's being pretty pol- – pretty polite i see with what you're saying get out of here um so, so what, if what do you think of south carolina though that's a good question uh, south carolina is going to be the team that is going to be above average but they're still not going to get the games that they need to get they're still going to drop the big games but they're going to be competitive enough that it's like you're still engaged in the game Spencer Rattler should still put on a really good show. I just don't think overall that they have the team yet. I have them at eight and four, and I think those four losses were losing to the big boys on their schedule. Tennessee, Florida, uh, Clemson, Texas A&M, or, no, or North Carolina. Don't you have them randomly losing to North Carolina, Micaiah? Well, that's week one. And that w- and I said that's kind of the toss-up for me, but who has the better quarterback? I'm being told... It's Drake May, Drake May, Drake May is the better quarterback. It, so I, I don't really know. Let, let's talk about those Tar Heels for a second, Robert. Drake May, I I thought he was in a great air raid system, and he improvised a lot, but North Carolina, like, I don't get what's so special about Drake May and how they're a national title contender at North Carolina. Is they c- still can't play defense two years in a row. So North Carolina looked really good for the first six weeks of the season. And then, because that's when Drake May was like in that Heisman contention. And then it was like the last four or five weeks of the season, it it was like a totally like 
new quarterback out there. He didn't look like, I don't know if comfortable is the right word, but like it was not the quarterback that was there before. And if that's the quarterback that comes this year, then they're in a lot of trouble. And I mean, their defense gave up a ton of points last year and they already lost Storm Duck. Duck McStuffins? Duck McStuffins. Uh, Duck Miss McStuffins. But their helmets are cool. They do they have got nice a big cuts. NC on them. No, the the little like stripe that they have down the thing that has the pattern thingy, mabobber. I forget That's what it's what called. We're going with is cool. <laughs> okay. I, it, All what right. Do you think, what do you think of the mirrored helmets? I love the mirrored helmets. NC, like the- NC, NC's mirrored helmets. Yeah, North Carolina's mirrored helmets. You know who has a dumb mirror helmet? Notre Dame. Who has okay, Robert? Since I cut you off, who has the best? Standard helmet in FBS football. I know Makai is not going to agree with me on this one, but I like Maryland's helmet with like the flag, where it's like different pieces of the flag, the whole thing. I, I, I don't know how he'd be able to disagree with you. It's a great. Oh, I see. We're sharing screens. Uh, we're sharing <laughs> screens. So, so. So let's just rate these helmets because these are the UNC helmets through the year. I didn't want this whole thing. I wanted one picture. So, so Robert, scale of one to ten, what do you think of this one? Oh, I mean it's an eight. I like I like when they do anything with like the flags on their helmets. Yeah, I absolutely hate it. It's garbage. It's like a two. Yeah, no, that's sense. I agree with Robert. You are totally wrong. That is a two. That is. I don't like their regular helmets. No, I think I those are just. This is the one I'm talking about, this chrome one. Ah! With the foot? What's with the foot? What is this, tar podiatrist heel. month? It's a tar I heel. Mean, oh. I mean... I could do the without the foot, looks for not sure. Bad. Yeah, the, the foot is what really... Because then I feel like I'm like at work, and I don't know how the foot goes, <laughs> and... That that that's a, you know an injury to that area. That's a four hour surgery that you got to take X rays through. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a whole thing. I thought a Tar Heel was like a Ram. Uh, I'm I, I'm I'm surprised it hasn't been canceled for secretly being some der- derogatory term for to, slaves. To call someone a Tar Heel, a Rosin Heel was to imply that they worked in a lowly trade. During the Civil War, North Carolina... Hold on. He has to read three words at a time. He doesn't know how to read any more than that. (laughs) During the Civil War, North Carolina's soldiers flipped the meaning of the term and turned it into an epithet, epithet, that word, into an accolade. Oh, that's stupid writing. They called themselves Tar Heels as an expression of state pride. Others adopted the turn, and North oh. Carolina became widely known as the Tar Heel State. That's dumb. North Carolina <laughs> so, turned it into a positive, I guess. You so still lost glad the war. We read that. <laughs> Get wrecked. Uh, Simeon, uh, Robert, I have BYU going three and nine. Simeon thinks that I'm wrong. Simeon thinks that BYU is like an eight and four or nine and three type team. In the fir- the hard thing is these teams that and it's their first year 
in a conference, for whatever reason, they tend to do exceptionally well. And I don't understand why, because in the next two or three years, they're not good. So I would say eight and four, nine and three is what they'll probably say. Ha! Ha! Hey, Robert, how good's Colorado going to be this year? Oh, Colorado is going to be lucky if they can even get three wins. You guys are idiots. At, at least I'm saying five. <laughs> at least I'm saying on the verge of a bowl game. At least I'm giving them five. Oh, we're not idiots. I can't wait to do over-unders next week. Everyone tune in next week. We're doing season win totals. Oh, it's going to be so brilliant. Simeon, there's no way that they're winning eight games. Oh gosh, I actually have Are they to playing go Cal eight times? <laughs> <laughs> Are they playing Northwestern? They're they going to go get bullied at Northwestern? Northwestern <laughs> would win that. No, Northwestern would win that. They would win yeah, yeah, Listen, yeah. all they have to do, I, I'm pulling it up. All right? they have TCU, to do. TCU, Nebraska, Colorado State. They can win two of those. They can win three of those three games if no, TCU falls can't. apart. Yes, they can. No. Not I, with I, that I, offensive lineman. Dude, TCU, they're, they're going to beat TCU. I've already told everybody that. They're beating TCU, but there's no way they're beating Nebraska. The, the, they're, they're more like, yes, they. They're more likely to beat Nebraska than they are to beat TCU. No, that's not true at all. I mean, they're more likely to beat Colorado State than either of the other two. So. Oh I mean, uh, I'm more likely <laughs> I mean, to beat Colorado State. I just Michigan have like 12 sacks against I them last year. I watched the highlights, yeah. and just like I'm sure both of you did, of the spring game. And by the way, the only spring game that I was actually impressed with was Tennessee's spring game. Oh um, my gosh, you're still on Tennessee. No, I'm just saying. Let's see, the spring games are dumb, okay? They're dumb, they're pointless. It's a way for the the people to get more money and the kids to show off a little I bit. I think spring and look games stupid. are free, aren't they? Spring games are typically free admission. So it's yeah, really Dion's just. The coach now. Oh, and they still oh can't my. pay him. Still can't pay him. Well, he's not going to have a foot pretty soon, so what does it matter? Yeah. <laughs> It happens, you know. Listen, you first you lose a foot, then you lose some teeth. Then you lose uh, conference. And then you, you just the lose the program. <laughs> <laughs> lose the conference. Speaking of the Pac-12, we didn't do your picks. Who are you picking to win the Pac-12? Uh, I am going to say that I think USC wins it this year. I think this is this is their best shot to do it. Um. And I think they have they have a very large chip on their shoulder. To win why, this why, year. why everyone hating on Washington? I don't understand. This coach is only on Washington. All I just said was that USC was going to win. Washington could finish second. Yeah, well, second is it's it, second is where they're going to finish it, behind them forever and ever. Like, like give them some props. Yeah, Can Michael Penix off- Jr. is a very good quarterback, and he's probably going to finish at least third at the least in Heisman voting. Who, who's your Heisman winner? I really want it. I really don't want a quarterback to win it. So I really don't want to pick a quarterback. So I'm going to pick Marvin Harrison. Oh, but okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if you're going to pick one, I, I pick Penix just because 
of that offense. But Kevin DeBoer, he's only lost like eight games as a college head coach. I keep, I, I know people are tired of hearing that, but like that says something, right? And he's How about to people be him? tired of hearing it when they're not listening in the first place. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Roasted. Um, I mean, it's my podcast. For for the record, he is ninety and eleven overall as a head coach. All right, I was three games short. Um, now that we know that Cameron Rising is playing, uh, week one is going to be playing. Let's assume he's a hundred percent. We put an asterisk on the season. Can oh, okay. we repick? Yeah, their, their schedule. Yeah, let's do it with Roberto. Let's repick it with Roberto. Robert, feel free to disagree. Or whatever. It's encouraged. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I will. <laughs> okay, they open the season eight thirty one Florida. Is that a neutral site game? No, no, that was a home and home. It's at home. Yes. I don't even see where are they on here. Did you erase them? I, I erased them. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say it, it's a win at home against Florida. Uh. Okay. And what do you mean? Were they on here on the pod topics? Yeah, yeah. On you know how because I had every team. I have the oh, record. I didn't know you had that. I I had S- spreadsheets set up. Scroll down, bro. You scroll down. Okay. Bro. No. So I'll add them. Clearly, I didn't add them. So okay, I'll do that now. All right. Well, there you go. All right. Um, so glad we're so, organized around here. Hey, it's what we do. They're at Baylor week two. Robert, you want to take that one? I mean, they're gonna they're gonna beat Baylor. All right, so they're two and zero. They're beating Baylor. Then they're home against Weber State. Oh come on, at two p.m. Don't ask us that. That's a okay. loss. Then they're home. <laughs> yeah, there's two p.m. See, Robert, it, isn't that noon? Because aren't and we wonder why there's not a TV deal going down? Well, yeah. well, if it's I don't know. They're home or is Utah? Utah's not West Coast, so they're Mountain. I yeah, think. I think they're, so they're mount- two hours behind. Right. So, so it's, it's a noon, noon for, game. It's noon for them. Two, yeah, I guess, for, for the us, people yeah. that matter. Who's who's the people that matter? The East Coast. The East Coast. Right, but no, that's a perfect. Isn't that Thanks. a perfect time slot? Because no. you can, because you can start you, that game on another t- on your side TV. Gonna, you can start a two p.m. game while your noon game's finishing, and then flip it people over. People aren't like us, though. People don't just have side TVs to watch Weber State and Utah, you know, on the Pac-12 network. At 2 p.m. <laughs> all right, all right, we're, we're starting to get this going. Three, three and zero, three and zero. Utah is going to be on 2 p.m. Uh, on a Saturday. I, I, I'm, I'm going to pull up that schedule here real quick in a second. They're versus UCLA the week the week next. I, I think that that's a win. I think UCLA yeah. is kind of yeah, yeah, struggling this year. Yeah. Okay, hold on, hold on. Give me a second. No, where, where's oh! my? Oh, well, because I'm an idiot. Because I have Utah in the pa- under the Pac-12 or under the Big 12. They're not a Big 12 school yet. They're not a Big 12 school yet, Makaya. Yeah, that's going to be the issue. The 16th of October, September, September. Okay, hold on, hold on. It's week three that they're playing them. Where are we going to go? I want to I'm, I'm go over here the other games. Oh, there's other 2 p.m. games. So Utah Weber State, uh, NC State, uh, VMI. Oh, Eastern yeah. Michigan. There we go. I'm yeah. tuning Eastern, in there. Eastern Michigan UMass. Yes. Temp- Temple Norfolk State, Ball State, Indiana State, 
Ah, 2.30 p.m. on Peacock, Notre Dame, Central Michigan. <sighs> but you also have these 3.30 p.m. Listen, I'm just go with it. Yeah, yeah, Georgia, yeah, I'm going with Georgia it. and South Carolina at 3.30. Oh, well, there you go. I mean, so. North Carolina, North Carolina Minnesota is a 3.30 so game. So Notre that Dame week. tried to. I, I forgot that Notre Dame starts. It's time they, at two thirty. They try to make these game. two thirty things happen, yeah. and they need to stop trying. And it, and it just you doesn't work. Make, you can't make fetch come back, Stacy. What? It's a part of an. It's part of a Mean Girls quote. Okay, just uh, go with it. Okay. Oh, okay. We're renaming the podcast to so just go with it. Except I'm pretty sure that's already taken. All right, or- Oregon State, who Micaiah wants to. Never mind. He thinks that he's really high on this. Year. I love Oregon State. You like the Ulalongole. Butchered that name. Uh, Ro- Robert, what do you think about Utah and Oregon State? Is it at Oregon State? It is at Oregon State. At night? Yes. Well, it's 6 their time. That's a 9 p.m. kickoff. Stop it! Oh, my gosh. It's so <laughs> late. <laughs> um, I mean, that would be the one that Oregon State would win, but I'm going to go with Utah. All right, going full Utah here. All right, Cal. Hey, come on. It's a win. Uh, Cal's Wilcox, their coach, I don't know what his last, what his first name is, Pac-12 exit sad, likely preventable, according to Adam Rittenberg. Well, he's not wrong. He's getting a Cal education, so that's good, because he's terrible at coaching, so the least he can do is just get an education from them. At USC. I, I I think they lose that one. I think yeah, USC beats them. Yeah, so that's your first loss that you're giving to yeah. Utah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, like I said in that episode, you beat Lincoln Riley once, you might beat him twice. You ain't beating him three times. <sighs> you know who beat him three times? Northwestern. Okay, uh, versus Oregon. The next uh, one. Uh, at Oregon? I think that's going to be the one where they lose oh. that one, just because. They're coming off a tough game. Very well could be a tough close game, like a heartbreak game. And then the turn against a team like Oregon, who might be a little bit better this year than they were last year. With Bo Nick, is Bo Nix back for his eighth year? Yes. Yes, he's yeah, back for so, his tenth year. Yeah. So I'll, I'll go with I, Oregon. But he's already graduated, so he already has one leg up on uh, Stetson Bennett. So, so that's good. Um, I you're wrong. They're gonna beat. They're gonna beat Oregon. They're seven and one at that point in time. It's it, if it was if it was in Eugene, that's one thing. But they're in Salt Lake City or wherever the f they play. Yeah, Salt Lake City, oh, Arizona okay. State. The 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 week after. That's a win. And yeah, easy easy dub at Washington. So in Seattle. Night game. To be determined. Washington wins that one. Simeon, what, do, do you still have it up, what their old record was, what we used to have? I'll pull it up here in a second. Because um, if it's at Washington, I'm going to say that's a loss. Sorry, hold on, I have it here. Robert, what did you say, they're losing that one? Yeah, Washington wins. <clears throat> Utah, you have the, we had them... Beating Florida, losing to Baylor, beating Weber State, using to, losing to UCLA. This was before Cameron Rising obviously came back. Losing to Oregon State, beating Cal, beating USC, beating Oregon, 
beating Arizona State, losing to Washington. Yeah, that's what I thought. And then beating Arizona and Colorado, which I think is fair to assume that they're going to beat Arizona and Colorado. Even I said that they were beating Colorado. And I think that a coach makes all of the difference. So Colorado's going to go to a bowl game this year. You got them at uh, nine and three. I got them at ten and two, which they finished the last two years at. So very, very respectable there from both things. Um, I, I, I just can't wait until Colorado only wins like a game and a half. They're probably their one game's probably going to be so bad they're just going to suspend it halfway through and just be like, nah, nah. You each get a half win. How Move many on. yards is UTSA going to throw? F- throw for this year between one and a billion because I'm thinking it's going to be close to a billion yeah yeah I mean that's that's what five and a half thousand yards do we need to do a live stream watching a UTSA game I don't know do they play anyone interesting this year yeah you pick them as the highest scoring game they play against Tennessee this year against Tennessee when do they play against Tennessee I am trying to find that information out right now for And does you. Michigan also play at that same time? I'm sure they do, knowing <laughs> our luck. <laughs> Those are the two most crucial questions. That sounds question. like a 1 o'clock game, which means Michigan will probably play. No, Dude, Michigan will no. play at noon. No, no, no. Dude, that's a 2, 2 p.m. game. Tennessee, UTSA, 2 p.m. <laughs> 2 p.m. solid. You're not a Pac-12 the, uh, school. The other annoying time, 6 p.m. I hate 6 p.m. starts as well. I'm trying yeah. to eat. And the SEC will do a lot of 6 Like, you know, they'll do, like, the Vandy and the Kentucky game yeah, at 6 p.m. it's Mississippi State and Vanderbilt. It's never, like, you know, it's not like, oh, Alabama-Auburn starting at 6 p.m. Like, no. <laughs> 9.23. imagine them They're... starting at a weird time? Like, starting at 4? Yeah, yeah. Something like the that. The middle of the day? Yeah. Yeah. That's when a the normal SC- time you mean? Because you know, twelve and four are the NFL no, games. Well, no, the NFL games are one and four, which again I have a problem with. It should be twelve and three thirty, or it could be twelve and three. You know, we could just try to speed up the game a little bit. No, now uh, you're Michigan asking. Michigan plays much. Rutgers at twelve on the twenty third of September. Uh huh. At home. Yeah. UTSA, Tennessee on the twenty third is still to be determined. Well, it's a night game, then. Interesting. They're favored by 90%, according to the ESPN yeah, Power but ha- Index. Yeah, but how many points, though, are they favored by? And what's I, the over-under? Well, I don't know if ESPN has that information oh, yet. Oh, dude, just scroll down to the bottom. I, I, I did. It's not there. <sighs> well, get on it, ESPN. Well, let me just see if I can find... Okay, so what over-under would you be comfortable with? Let's just set a number at 85 and a half. Anybody want to answer that question? or just? I was letting silence? Robert think for a second because I'm looking it up. I w- 77 and a half. You'd be comfortable with 77 and a half. Over-under yeah. of that. Which yeah. one? Oh, I mean, over, but... I think they'll finish in between that 77 to, like, 88 range. Like, somewhere you in that re- gap. You, you do remember that the that, that Tennessee's defense was real bad last year. 
Yeah. However, though, I have them making it to the SEC championship, so I need them yeah. to be a little bit better. Yeah. This well, year, so. you don't use all your brain cells sometimes, and that's okay. Do the that. redness. No. <laughs> no one, no one is putting money lines or any sort of money out on this game this far out. It's a week four game, to be fair. We got like eight weeks until then. Who are yeah, more? Well, uh, I was going to look up real quick who UTSA is playing because that also determines. So UTSA is in the American this year. Right. This is the first year that they're in the American. I don't, we didn't do the, we didn't cover the American too much. Um. Okay. So they play Houston, Texas State Army before oh, I that. I could have given you Houston, this. Yeah. Houston, they're scoring a gaggle. Texas State's a gaggle and Army it goes one of two ways, right? Their UTSA's defense is pretty bad, so they might not have the ball a lot. So they're probably scoring at this point in time thirty-two points a game. Tennessee's playing Virginia, Austin Prey, and that's Florida. About, that's about what they're actually averaging. They're averaging about thirty-two, thirty-four points a game. So the over under seventy seven might actually be spot on, Robert. But I'm hammering that over there. Hammering that over there. See what I did there. <laughs> Do you have any more questions for Roberto? Twelfth in the nation in total offense. UTSA is twelfth in the nation Was. in total offense. It's not the same group. Is. Well, okay, they were last year, sure. Frank Harris is back for, you know how Bo Nix has been around for eight seasons? Frank Harris is basically a 32-year-old man at this point. Slam the rock. He's just flinging the rock in the the Alamo Dome. You can't can't hate on it. Flicking the bean? Flinging the proverbial bean. (laughs) Tossing that bean. Oh my. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, we have like two, one or two more, just real quick before we wrap up. Um, as I can't literally bring it up, I think we did the Big Ten. You picked the Big Ten. You picked the SEC. You picked the ACC. You got the Big Twelve left, sir. Uh, this year I am going Colorado, probably. Yeah. Uh, Texas definitely going to win it all. Texas Cincinnati. Oh my goodness! <laughs> what <laughs> did you did the man just say the word Cincinnati and championship game? <laughs> what they are opposed? No. Luke Fickle. There's no way they're not losing most of their games. Yeah. It's the Big 12. Yeah, and Kansas, the state of Kansas decided they wanted to play football for the first time ever. They play football every other year, though. Kansas? Kansas, Kansas not, is not going to be good for the next 15 years. No, no, Can- Kansas winning win eight games this year. Kansas State has a good year, then an okay year, then a bad year, then an okay year, then a good year. They ride the wave. No, nah, bro. Nah, Kansas isn't Kansas State games. returning? Isn't Kansas State returning most of their starters from last well, year? Well, returning their quarterback, yeah, that's a huge thing. And I believe Kansas State, Kansas, is doing the same thing. 
You're also forgetting about Oklahoma. You're forgetting about Oklahoma State, the re- the reigning champions, TCU. Now, granted, yeah, they lost most of everybody they have. Who knows about Texas Houston, t- Texas Tech? Texas Tech is a better team than Cincinnati is. You know what? Youth also think BYU is going 9-3. <laughs> I think they're going 3-9. I, I also think Colorado is going to have six wins. Yes. So, so. West, West Virginia is my sneaky team to make the college football playoff. They're, they're my midnight dark horse. <laughs> they are so dark, you cannot see anything. It's pitch black. I mean, it is West Virginia. There's a lot of coal there, you know? Got to get covered in the coal dust. Anyway, I think there's a racist thing in there. I am leaving before I get canceled. (laughs) Guys, this has been the 4th and 1 podcast. Join us next week where we're going to try to pick some teams and make you some money. Who knows? Wash your hands, you filthy animals. See you later.